Amen. Do you feel like lifting his name up higher this morning? I'm telling you, God is good. God is faithful, and he is wonderful. It's amazing all that he does for us and the way that he takes care of us. Let's give it up for the Lord again. Not halfway, but let's make a difference today. The Bible talks about how our praises that God will absolutely inhabit them. That means that he can come down and set up shop with us today. And we can see him face to face and we can have an experience. Amen. We serve a risen, living God. Amen. Amen. He's wonderful. Well, he's in the house today and he's ready to celebrate. What's awesome about God is when he makes something, when he creates something, it always points right back to him. And I want to tell you uh, from firsthand experience, mothers are an absolute gift from God himself. Amen. can't tell you how many times that I've, that I've just thanked God for my mom, for my parents, for just so many things in my life, and I know that's how we feel. So not only is today about honoring moms, but it's about honoring the Creator. Amen, amen. It's a wonderful time for us to be together. We want to let you know, as you, you saw on the video, there's a special photo booth out in the lobby where you can gather around with family, get around mom and get a picture taken there. Also, all of our ladies that are in the house today as you exit, you're going to be able to get a free gift. And so far, our first service, we gave out the free gifts, and everybody's loving them. So you're in for a treat, and uh, you'll be blessed with those ladies. Also, we want you to know that in honor of the family, uh, in honor of us hanging out with our families today, we will not be having service tonight, but that's totally in lieu of the day's celebration. Also, we want you to know that this coming Saturday at Skateway, down, down, right down the street here. Has anybody ever been to Skateway in Middletown? Skateway, you know, maybe, maybe it's been a few years. But we are having an event from 3.30 to 5.30 next Saturday, the 20th. And it is free for Stratford Heights folks to bring your kids and to have a day of uh, fun and a family get-together. And it's open to us. We have it for two hours. You walk in, it's free. Skating's free. you got to pay for snacks at the snack bar, but the whole event's free. We want you to come out and spend some time with us, spend some time with your family, 
and just have some fun. Amen? With that being said, we are going to get out in the aisles and welcome each other into the house of God today.
you have a need of prayer this morning, the staff is coming and preparing to pray for you. Any special need you have, God is already in this house. His Holy Ghost power is here. and the spirit is moving <laughs> it's time to get set free hear my cry
Do you have a praise this morning? Do you have a praise? Do you have a praise? Have you got a need? I want you to lift up your hands to God Almighty. I believe the healer is here today. I believe the deliverer is here today. On a Mother's Day in 2017, I believe we can walk out of here feeling the empowerment of the Spirit of God. Do you believe that? I want you to lift up that need to the Lord right where you are. The Holy Ghost knows right where you're standing. Let him minister to the need of your heart. Let him minister to your family. Let him touch you right where you need him today. It's your breath in our lungs, Lord. We pour, we pour, we pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. Your breath in our lungs, and our lungs. So we pour out our praise I just feel like someone here today needs ministry. Right here in the middle of this service. This is not on the schedule. This is what I like about being in a spirit-filled church this morning. It's not on the schedule, but God knows that you're here. The Lord wants to minister to the need where you are. It's not weird. How many of you know the Holy Ghost is a perfect gentleman? He just wants to minister right where you are. I feel like there's fear in the house. You're afraid of what will happen if you give your life over, if you surrender that need to the Lord. I want you right where you are. Just lift up your hand. Let God touch you. He wants to minister to you. You've come here hungry for him. You've come here needing a touch from the Lord. He wants to minister to that very need right now. Lord, in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. Lord, we honor you. We thank you today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It's your breath, Lord. You give us everything that we are. The blood that flows through our body. The part that is pumping this morning. The breath we breathe. God, all of that is in your hand. It's in your control. Would you touch your people? Lord, there's someone, they've got problems physically with their bones. They've got issues, Lord, with the muscles in their legs. I pray over them today in the name of Jesus. We're believing our God is able. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Now, would you help me? Let's give the Lord praise. I believe he's heard us today. I believe he's heard our prayers. Thank you, Lord.
Let him hear your praise. Lord, we lift our voice. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. You are glorious. We praise you. Praise the church. Praise him. We don't have to sing to praise him.
Somebody, somebody here this morning needs set free. <laughs> if you need freedom in your life, I want you to raise your hand right where you are. Look around you. I want you to lay hands on those people. God set us free this morning. The power of your love has saved me. <laughs> the power of your love, it restores me. <laughs> The power is shut. God is moving here. Your love is all I need. Jesus. Sing an amazing love. Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, it says, Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundant. Man, I feel the Lord. If somebody will grab hold of that this morning. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. We, some things, a few things, little things. All things according to the power that's at work in us. How many of you know the power of the Holy Ghost is working in you right now? Anything can happen right here in this house. Anything can take place. You can be, you've been carrying a burden and a, a prayer request for a long time. God, want, I believe there's something going on in the spiritual realm. Him and I, we knew it before the service even started. Someone in here today, we're in a spiritual battle for someone today. And that's all right. Isn't it all right? It's all right. Because I believe we're adding something to it. I felt the Lord speak to me just then that there are lost sons and daughters in this house. This is the anointing that we're going to break the chains that are holding them down and back. I want you right now, you say, I'm praying for a lost loved one. I want your hand to shoot up. Look all over this house. We'd double the attendance if they were just here today. 
Let's call their name out right now. Don't be afraid to call their name out right now in this sanctuary as we pray together. Father, we come to you in the anointing of your Holy Ghost, praying, God, that you will minister to the lost sons and daughters of the folks, the believers in this house today. I pray, God, wherever they are, if they're laying in the bed, if they're out in the town, wherever they might be, I pray you'll arrest their heart, touch their spirit. Lord, reveal your love to them right now in this very hour. We're coming together in faith to believe, God, you're dispatching armies of angels towards Cincinnati and Dayton and wherever they might be all over this entire country and world. God, we're praying for them now. We're calling them saved. We're calling by faith, Lord, that your work is going to be done in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask and we pray. We honor you today for the anointing of the Spirit of God to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that's at work in us. In Jesus' name. My Hispanic brothers say, in nombre Jesus. In the name that is above every name, the name that Jesus Christ, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, holy Lord of glory. Amen. Give him praise this morning. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Man, we, how many of you know we're living in desperate times? We're living in an hour when we've got to get a hold of the power of God. You can just about go anywhere and find yourself a, a pretty singer. You can even find some flashy speakers. But I'm telling you, you've got to get somewhere where there's a link between you and heaven. You've got to get a hold of the power that we're singing about tonight. And I believe the power is here this morning. Can I get an amen? amen. The power of the Lord. Oh, I, I prayed this morning in the first service. I said, Lord, don't let us ever be a dead church. Don't ever let us be some dead, dry church. How many of you want the spirit to be free to flow through this house? In the name of Jesus Christ, something has been broken. Something has been broken in here. I speak that, feeling that relief, sense of freedom in my heart. I don't know who you are. Gary doesn't know who you are. But I'm telling you, you can praise God because I believe something has happened in the spiritual realm right here this morning in this service. How many of you believe he's a God of power? You believe he's more than just a God of religion, right? You believe he's more than just a God of denomination and, and religious practice? Don't you believe that he's alive and on the throne right now and he loves his children, loves his church? That's what I believe. I don't go after a certain style. I can sing Amazing Grace and shout just as good as I can any other song. It's not about all those things that man does. I need some help. I know it's Mother's Day. Our speaker's red hot. She's coming in just a few moments. The power of the Lord. It's about linking together with the Spirit of God getting a hold of something that's beyond us. See, a lot of folks, they got just enough religion that they can control. They got just enough religion that they can manage. 
If that looks and smells a whole lot like the children of Israel dancing around a golden calf. But you and I here this morning, we are serving a risen, resurrected, living Savior who's at the right hand of the Father. And he's ever interceding for his children. How many of you know there's activity going on in heaven for this service right now? We have to know it. We have to embrace it. You know, when I first was growing up, I looked at all y'all because I've been in the church of God for 15 years. I used to look at people and my eyes would be big as saucers and I'd feel uncomfortable until I found out that it's really just no different than me going down to a Bengals game and somebody throwing leather over a big old goal and coming out with a big old point, coming out with three points, coming out with six points. We celebrate today. We worship and we praise him. He said, if you don't, the rocks will because they're smart enough to figure out what's going on. As we lift up our hands in here this morning, we thank the Lord for his presence that's here and for the work that has been done. I'm believing for your sons, for your daughters. I'm believing for your grandbabies, your grandson, your granddaughter. I'm believing that and calling it done. The work that is needed, the finished work of Christ in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We mean to do business and we'll go back and we'll remember that it was on Mother's Day in 2017 that the chains were broken and the hearts were set free and the captive found liberty in Christ Jesus. We honor you for it today in Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone together said amen. We're going to pray as we do in our service right now. We're going to pray for the state of Israel. We're going to pray for the United States of America. We're going to pray that the Lord will touch and minister to their needs and will include our needs. How many of you have a special need you just want included in prayer today? All right. Let's pray together. Our Father, as we come before you, Lord, we stop in the middle of this worship and just take a moment to change our direction as we worship you together and pray. We pray for the state of Israel. We lift up your chosen folks, God. We lift them up, your people. We ask you to touch them as you have the Gentile church. We thank you, Father, for how you have kept your hand on them and delivered them through generations. We pray for protection. We pray for their borders. Lord, that you will touch their hearts and lives. You'll give wisdom to their leaders. Keep their sons and daughters from harm. And let the work of God be accomplished. And Lord, for those Messianic believers, we pray for strength. We pray, God, you'll give them the fervor to keep going, the faith to stand strong. And God, for those wonderful Jewish folks that have not yet come to know you as the Messiah, I pray for them today. I pray, God, that you'll put it down in their heart to know who you are and to accept you as their Savior. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, asking for your work to be completed for them in the name of the Lord. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem and for the good of Israel. We pray for the United States. God, I pray for our country. Lord, we're in chaos from one coast to the other. I'm praying in the name of Jesus against fear, against chaos, against confusion and deception. I'm coming against, Lord, those things that are tearing at the very fiber of who we are as a country, a nation built on the fear of God. I pray that you will touch and minister to our leaders, touch our states, touch our people, touch our families, and, Lord, touch the churches in America. 
and we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In every need, every hand that's lifted up in this place, may the work of God be done and accomplished. For we know nothing is too hard for you. We know that you are a mighty God, a powerful God. And Lord, that you love us and you hear us. And Lord, we have your wonderful work happening in our lives as we stand in faith and pray in the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said amen. 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 God bless you. You can be seated. Well, it's good today, amen? We are delighted to have you with us. Happy Mother's Day. All you mothers who are here today, we honor you. As a matter of fact, I want us to switch gears right now and do something that heaven will applaud as well. I want every mom, grandma, mom-to-be or mom-wannabe, I want you to stand right now. And I want all of us other folks, all the guys, I want you to start just giving up. Some major, major praise and thanks to God for these precious, precious ladies. We love you. Amen. We honor you today. We thank you for being here with us on Mother's Day. I know many, many folks are out of town and other folks have gone different places to be with their families and their children and that's all right. But we're glad you're here with us today. I'm so excited for the next few minutes you're going to be ministered to in the Word of God by, you know, I, I, we called her originally on our flyer and on our, in our attempts to advertise, we called her a guest speaker, but really she's not a guest, she's just one of ours. And we're so thankful. Her family is here all the way from Oklahoma, and we want all of Whitney Jones' family, if you would stand real quick, we want to honor you today and thank you for being all the way in Ohio on Mother's Day. Thank you for being here. This is a precious family, the Laramore family and, and the sons who married into the family and we're so thankful for them and all that they bring to the table. They're a wonderful group of people and we're great friends. I even got a Claymore shirt that's coming to me later on. I'm excited. But it's, I know that they're here not only to celebrate Mother's Day, but they're here to honor one of their own, which is their family member, Whitney Jones. We love Whitney. Whitney is her and Cameron together very hard and diligent in our student ministry, and I think they love them very, very, very much. Amen. Whitney may be quiet, but never underestimate a godly woman, because this lady has got the power of the Lord working in her heart, and what a message she brought to us at our first service, and she's going to be coming in a few moments to bring life and inspiration a message anointed by the Holy Spirit to challenge our mothers, our ladies, and really it ministered to me. So we're all going to benefit from today's message. We're thankful for her, Whitney. We love you. Thank you for taking on this assignment. The Lord has blessed you and given you a word for us. We love you very much. We honor you today as our, as our speaker, not our guest speaker. And everybody said amen. 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 Our ushers are coming to serve you. As they do, our offering, as tra tradition would have it, in the Church of God, today we're taking up our missions offering, which is all the loose offering that you lay in the, in the plate. It will go towards our Smoky Mountain Home for Children. It will go to minister to the orphanage for the Church of God today. 
So all of the funds, every dollar, every dime that you give today will go to minister to kids down in the Smoky Mountains who live at the Home, home for Children. So as we do this, let's pray and ask God to be with us as we honor them and, and do what we can to be a part of ministry to them. Father, we come to you now and ask your blessings on our gifts. Would you touch and minister to the need? We ask that you will use us, God, abundantly to minister to, to the things that they might have to have, the things they might need from you that they're praying for. I pray that today our gifts will help in that. If not, supply it. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, asking for your work to be done in them. And thank you for those who are faithful, who are obedient in your word to pay their tithe and to give to this local body. We honor you, Lord, for the storehouse, for your presence and ministry in the middle town. We ask all of this and we give it to you today, asking your blessings and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. June the 4th is going to be a really special time. That is camp meeting time. It starts on Sunday night in Columbus, Ohio, and it goes through Wednesday night. And so uh, we'd like to invite you to come and be a part of that. Some of you are new to the Church of God. You've never been to a camp meeting. This is our 100th year celebration. Now, I don't know how that works because we had the first camp meeting 100 years ago. We're like 104 years old. I think we invented camp meeting, and they thought, well, we need to go to Columbus and share this thing. And so on Sunday night, I told the choir, I said, now, as soon as we're done on Sunday morning, you need to grab a sandwich. And you need to get on to Columbus because we're going to fire up that evening and worship the Lord, choir, musicians. Actually, uh, the United Choir is going. So that's all of our choirs combined. Then on Monday night, we're having the 100th year celebration. And we're going to go back. I, I realized how old I was when I began to name all the old songs that we used to sing in camp meetings. And uh, we're bringing our senior adult choirs together. We have invited our choir they're going to be up there, Potter's House Choirs, just lots of people. And that night we're going to sing and praise the Lord. We're going to sing I'll Fly Away. I can't wait to be in camp meeting and lead that whole congregation and I'll fly away some morning. Because we're going to have a lot of old timers on the stage with us. And I think that's going to relate. I think we're going to see some dancing and shouting and praising the Lord. And each night, we're just, it's just going to be wonderful. I'm leading worship all week, so if you can't get enough of me here, just come to Columbus. I will be there, worn out, but, you know, it's my turn to do it, and I'm praising the Lord for that. I think God's going to anoint this. <laughs> so be there. I want, to, I want to just, if I can, take a moment and just share. I want to talk about mighty women of God. How they influenced my life. I, I was thinking this morning as Whitney was talking, I, I remember back, my, my mom was a great mom. She taught me all about the Lord. She sang to me and, and taught me about how to worship Him. But I even thought back further to my grandmother, Bonnie. I remember one night in the summer I would go stay with them. And Grandpa was a preacher. And we were going, Grandpa was preaching a revival. And Bonnie said, Carlos, we have gas in the car. And she said, he said, yes, Bonnie. He said, don't worry, we're going to be good. Like all men would. We left for the revival. 
and we ran out of gas. And I was sitting in the back seat. I was probably five or seven years old. And I watched Bonnie get out of that car and walk around, lay her hand on the hood. And the whole time she was getting ready to pray, she was going, Jesus, 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 Jesus. She always did that. She'd never want to say, Grandma, pray for me. But then she'd go, Jesus, Jesus. And she laid hands on that car, totally out of gas. And she said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we've got to go to this revival. She says, I'm asking you to help us. She got back in the car. She was a shout. She had one of them big updos, and she had one curl that would always dangle off the back, and it was dangling that night. And she got in that car, and she didn't say, Carlos, try the car. She said, Carlos, start the car. We drove all the way to camp. My eyes were like this. I thought I had just seen Superwoman or Wonder Woman in action. But I learned at a very early age, God's power. And I've had women tell me what to do all my life. I've had Bonnie. I've had Chris. I've had Kathy, Janelle, all the time. But I praise the Lord for these women. That they taught me about the power in the And if you don't know him or if you're here and you're broken this morning, God's doing something special with you. Just because it's Mother's Day doesn't mean we've got to come in and be all formal. That means we need to come in and worship the Lord like my mama taught me to. There is power in the name of Jesus.
I'm just excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I felt his presence in, in the, the minute that I walked in here this morning and even this service. God, I'm just thankful for his presence this morning. You know, I'm honored to speak this morning on Mother's Day. I said this morning, this is one of my favorite holidays because I'm now a mother, but because I was raised by a godly mother. And there's nothing I'm more thankful for than, than my own mom. So I'm, I'm honored this morning. Um, I wanted to start off and read an article. It's just a funny little article that um, my pastor always read every Mother's Day. And I remembered it as a kid. And I heard my mom say a few of these things. And I found myself saying these things. But it's entitled, Things My Mother Taught Me. And it's, My Mother Taught Me Logic. Because I said so, that's why. My mother taught me religion. You better pray that'll come out of the carpet. My mother taught me irony. Keep crying and I'll give you something to cry about. I heard that one a few times. <laughs> My mother taught me genetics. You're just like your father. My mother taught me the circle of life. I brought you into this world and I can take you out. And, and lastly, my mother taught me justice. One day you will have kids, and I hope they turn out just like you. Then you will see what it's like. Yes, and I know I, I too have found myself. I've heard a few of those myself, but funny little things, but it's funny the influence that, that mothers have on us. Um, I want to pray before I begin um, to speak this morning. I know what the Lord has laid on my heart. So before I start, I just want to pray. You can bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for today. God, I thank you for the presence, God, that I, I feel in this service right now. God, I thank you for every mother in here, God, as we celebrate them. God, as we honor them. God, as we give thanks to them. God, I just thank you for each and every one of them. God, and I pray as we go on with this service, God, I pray that you will equip me, God. I know that I'm inadequate, God, and I don't have eloquent words, God, but I know that I'm just a mouthpiece for you, God. And I pray, God, that I just become a vessel for you, God. I pray. God, that our hearts be open right now, God, to what you have to say to us. I pray that we're challenged, God, and I pray that we're changed, God, when we walk out of this place. God, and we just give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. I, I want to, um, as I begin to preparing for this week, I, uh, I wanted to speak about maybe Hannah or Ruth or uh, Esther. There are all different mothers in the Bible that I wanted to speak about, but I know that the Lord was leading me leading me to this message. Um, I began to think about women and mothers, just some that came across um, my mind in the Bible um, that just showed us what women are willing and capable to do for their children. Um, I began to think of Moses' mother as one that probably comes to all of our minds, um, how he, she was willing to disobey the law and risk her own life to save her child. She hid him for months, maybe three months or so, until she finally had to place him in, in a basket under the bushel where Pharaoh's daughter would find her. And she arranged to be his guardian and his teacher so that she could bring him up in the faith. She did all of that, a mother's love, to protect him and to bring him up in the faith. And then I thought about the two women that argued in front of King Solomon about whose child it was. And when King Solomon had instructed for the baby to be cut in half, and we know to give each half to one of the women, we know that the real mother was willing to surrender her own child just to save her child. It was in her to protect her child. And then I began to think of 
James and John's mother, she went up to Jesus to ask for her sons, for one to sit at the left hand side of him and one at the right when he becomes king. See, what this shows me is that in us and mothers and women, we have, we're driven to protect our children. I know I spend most of my prayers from um, over my children. I pray a hedge of protection over them. I pray protection over them to keep them safe. And I see that we're driven to promote our kids. I think that every one of us in here would would agree that we want our kids to succeed. We want our kids to succeed in school. We want them to succeed in sports. We want them to succeed in life. We want them to marry the right person. We want them to find the career, um, the best career that they can have. We are driven. We are driven to have that that's in us to promote them and, and to want the best for them. You know, mothers, I've found, are often the ones to, they're often the ones to mold and shape the future of our children and and also their character. I just had read, I had mentioned this earlier, I read a couple weeks ago um, a story about a professional baseball player and it was a news station that was interviewing him and they were asking him all of these questions and then they asked him what, who do you owe your success to? And you know, who, who made you the baseball player that you are today? And, you know, you would have thought he would have said his father. He's so sorry, father. You have a special place. But he said his mother. And his father came back and said, you know, I'm the one that played with you. I'm the one that taught you to play baseball. I taught you to throw. I taught you to catch. I taught you to hit. All of those things. But what stuck out to him was his mother. It's because the mothers have a special place. They do mold us. They shape us. They have the potential to influence our lives. You see, Paul knew of this influence. He knew the influence that mothers and grandmothers have on their children. In 2 Timothy 1.5, he says that I am reminded of the sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And now I am persuaded that it lives in you. You see, he knew of the influence that the grandmother had and the mother had. And it now, he says, it lives in you. See, we have the potential to affect the lives of our children our grandchildren. It's a responsibility that... I don't think we should take lightly. It should be something in our hearts. You know, the Bible says that one generation shall commend thy works to another. They will tell of your mighty works. We're to tell them. We're to teach them. We're to teach our children and influence them. You know, the first thing that stuck out to me about this verse was he didn't say that, Paul didn't say that his grandmother gave his faith to the mother. And he didn't say the mother gave it to Timothy. You see, because we can't give our faith to our children. We can't. I, you know, it would be easy if we could just get, but, but he has instructed for us to influence them. I can't live off the faith of my mom. I have to have it myself. I can't live off the faith of my, my grandma. I have, to have the, I have to have the faith. You know, the Bible says that we are to do something. We're to train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. You know, we are to teach them. You know, in, in Scripture, Paul says, it says sincere faith. You know, sincere here means non-hypocritical. It means that she lived a real faith. She had the faith of God living in her. And we even see that earlier in the scripture in Acts that it says that his mother had married most likely an unbeliever. And, you know, even with an unbelieving father and a believing mother, it was the mother that influenced him. And, you know, I just think how very one that Paul calls, you know, my beloved son, the one that's going to carry on after Paul, it's, it's, it was the mother that, that instilled that faith in him. 
you know, I think of, you know, my own life when I, th I think of this and I think of my grandma that I never knew. My mom's mom died before we were born. And I, I hope, and I said this earlier, I hope that she's in heaven and, and I hope, I know she's in heaven, but I hope that in heaven that she can see the influence that she made on my mom and that she can see that it was passed down to us and that it's going to be passed down to my children. See, she had no Christian background. She had no influence. She was an orphan until the age of 18, and then she went off on her own. And it wasn't until later, adulthood, that she was brought into the Assembly of God in Oklahoma, a small town, and she was saved, transformed, and even though she was a good person before, she, her life was never the same. It was a testament of God's grace and that he makes all things new in her. But you see, he, he passed that down. She passed that down to my mom. You know, my mom has told that story since we were children about her mom. And she, all, she tells us all the time, she, she, she prayed morning and night. She, she prayed over her children. She prayed over, over my mom's friends. She, she prayed. You know, she would be up in the middle of the night all the time and God would speak to her. She always, she loved the song, Just a Little Closer Walk with God. She had that intimate relationship with him. And my mom, she, she would... I know, I said this earlier, she probably wished there were times that she wasn't so close to God because there wasn't cell phones, there wasn't anything back then, but the Lord would wake her up in the middle of the night and tell her everything. She couldn't get away with anything. I mean, she was that, that close, that close to the Lord. But as I thought of that, I thought, you know, those stories, and there's so many more that my mom told us of her mom, I seen in my mom, it spilled into my mom's life. There were so many times growing up, I... I mean, there would be so many stories, but, but one that I remember so vividly, I remember waking up in the night, and I remember my mom being at that table. We had a kitchen table in the front of our house, and it would be dark, and there would be a light on, and she'd be praying. And she'd be reading scripture, and I know it was over us. You see, there were times when my, my faith was weak. You know, she lived a sincere faith. We went through trials. We, as everyone does, and that it came to our family. But I'm going to tell you, we fought. She showed me what spiritual warfare was, even when it was hard on her. She showed me what it was to run this race with endurance. She showed me all of these things. She lived it. She showed me what, what, what faith was. She showed me a love for the church, and I thank her for that because I'm showing my children a love for the church. You know, we were there, three kids all one year apart, one, bam, bam, bam. She, we all were right there. And you know what? We were there Sunday morning. It didn't keep her from having us there at Sunday school. It didn't keep her from having us there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday. She showed the love of the church into us, and she instilled that in us, and I'm thankful for that. I, I said earlier that was the first thing I did. I know in college was we tried out churches. I wanted to find a church. She gave me a love for the church. And she showed, she lived the very things, and it spilled. You know, even when, I said this earlier, I know some of you guys know the story of um, our middle daughter. But I remember that feeling of when we were in the waiting room, and, and they had just came, this whole team of medical staff had came, and they ran out with our, with our daughter. And we know that she was going to be intubated, intubated and all these things. She wasn't breathing. And... I remember that feeling. I thought my feet, my faith was so weak. I, I didn't think I was leaving that hospital. And I think Cameron was in shock, and, and my dad was just there crying with me. And, and I needed him for that, that support. 
but it was my mom that stood on the front lines. It was my mom that was in my face that she told of the mountains God had already moved in our life. She told what happened here and here and here in our life, and she told us of the promise of God. She told me that by faith, she told me that we're going to stand in this. She told me just we're victorious. She told me all of these things. That I'm going to tell you, she was my Aaron in that time. You know, she was the one lifting up my hands when, you know, I got weak. That was my mom in our life, and she doesn't, and maybe she, no, quite. She'll probably never understand quite the influence that she has made in our life, but I am so thankful. You know, in Psalms, this earlier, in Psalms 145.4, it says, we will, one generation will commend thy works to another. You know, they will tell of their mighty acts. The very things that we do and that we put on, the very, the very most beings of who we are, that's the things we're going to pass down. You see, the very thing that I put on today is the thing that I'm going to pass down to my kids. I've noticed a few, a few things that even my kids and my oldest, I'll say, man, she'll just be doing something. And I think, man, I, I wish she'd stop doing Why is she doing that? And I realized, oh, wait, I do that. You know, she catches on to the things that, that I do, even the little things and silly things. You know, it's a part. I find myself when, when I'm, you know, disciplining my kids or, or something, whatever, I'm thinking. Afterwards, I'll say something, and I'm like, man, I sound just like my mom. You know, and I see that in my sister and in my brother, the way that they talk to their kids. I'm like, man, that sounds just like mom, you know. Because we're influenced by our mothers. They have a special place, a special place in our hearts. I want to show my kids what living the faith is. I want to show my kids what purity is. I want to put that on every day. I want to show my kids what holiness is. I want to put that on every day. I want to put on faith. I want to put on praise. I want to put on all of these things. I want them to see, you know, the Jesus that's in me. I want that to spill over into their lives. As I begin to think a bit more on the flip side to that, I, I thought about a story in the Bible, and it's in Judges 2, verses 6 through 15, if you want to turn there. Again at verse 6. It says, After Joshua had dismissed the Israelites, they went to take the possession of the land, each to their own inheritance. The people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110, and they buried him in the land of his inheritance at timnath Perez in the hill country of Ephraim. After the whole generation had gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor knew what he had done for Israel. Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the bowels. You know, as I read that, I thought it, it was sad when I read that because this, this is a time where they had just seen miraculous battles and victories. They'd seen, you know, him part the sea and dry land, all of these things, you know, they had seen. But we see that somehow they lost it. You know, it says, and I'll go back to Verse 10, it says, after the whole generation had been gathered to the ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what they had done for Israel. All of these mighty acts and mighty works the Lord had done, they had knew not that. They didn't even know the Lord. And as I began to think about that, you know, somehow they didn't pass on the faith. They didn't drop the ball because Timothy, when I read, he didn't have that problem. But somehow here they dropped it. 
you know, I'm telling the the devil today, I am standing up and saying, you know, the Lord can't have my children. They can't have my family because I know, I know the importance of the family. I said this early, that's the very first thing God established before he established anything else. It was the family. It was the very foundational part of our society. It's, it's, and I'm, and I'm thankful that, but my encouragement and, and my challenge today is that we as mothers, the one that have the potential to, af- to affect and influence and shape and mold our children, that we get up every day. And even when, you know, it's, it's not easy that we put on praise every day, that we put on faith, that we put on purity, that we put on holiness, that we put on the very things of Jesus. You know, Paul says, and I mentioned this earlier, some, my mom taught me, and one thing about my mom over anything is that she is a fighter. And it doesn't matter what life brings at us, she is going to keep running the race. And that's the, the thing that stuck out to me the most about her life is she is going to keep on going. She's going to keep on fighting the devil. And and I pray that that is in me and in my children. But I don't want to run this race and just get to the end and be done myself because I would have failed. But, you know, I pray that I run this race to the end and I pass that baton on to Blakely, on to Presley, on to Kinley, and they pass it on to their children and their children because I'm, we're called to keep running the race and to pass on our faith from generation to generation. Well, as, as I was thinking about this, too, on, on the other side, I was thinking about what would be my biggest, my biggest failure as a mother. And if, you know, if, if I were to, if, you know, if, want to do what I was supposed to do, but I began to think if I went into their rooms when they're old and grown up, and I went in and I seen in their room all sorts of achievements. They had school awards, they had trophies, all of these things, but yet their heart empty of God, then I would have failed. Because you see, I know that it doesn't profit a man for him to gain the whole world and lose their soul, but for a mother, I don't want to give them the world and yet not, and not have their hearts to the Lord, because I would have failed. You see, I, it's so easy, I think, today. It's, it's not the same as it was, you know, years and years ago, which they had their own trials and things, but it's, it's hard to get easily distracted. And, and I don't mean the big things, but even as mothers, we can get distracted. We can get our priorities straight. We can, our priorities wrong. We can want to give them that everything this world has to offer, but yet we forfeit God to make sure that they have the best thing that God has to offer. Because I'll tell you, above everything, and my mom has sacrificed so much, and I know her mom sacrificed so much for her. She did everything so that we could do the things that we wanted to do, even when it was hard. But, you know, I remember those things. But more than that, I remember the eternal inheritance that her mom passed down to her, that she passed down to me, because she couldn't have given me a greater inheritance than than that. You know, today, my encouragement and my challenge is, Let's be the Lois and the Eunice, the grandmother and the mother that passes down their faith. Because I'm going to tell, and I, I tell the, the devil every day. I know Pastor had preached about this one time. Talk back to the devil. And, you know, I, I'm going to tell him every day that this generation doesn't stop at me. I'm not the elders that outlive Joshua because I'm going to keep passing the faith. I'm going to read over my kids. I'm, they're going to know the scripture. You know, the, the Bible and Acts even said that Timothy knew scriptures from infancy. So his mother and grandmother with an unbelieving father, it was, it was his mother and his grandmother. They taught him scriptures. And I pray, God, that we get just a new sense of encouragement, God, to just to get our priorities straight, to, to put these things in our, in our kids that we're supposed to tell, God, of your mighty works. We're supposed to pass them down. In Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7, 
says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength, a verse that every one of us know, but I didn't realize what fell right beneath it. It said, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts and press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. We are to impress these commandments. We are to impress them on our children. We're not just to take them for ourselves and, and make it, you know, to heaven. Just look at our, for ourselves. We're to pass on our faith. You know, let's not get so caught up in the things that this world has to offer, but, but let's be the, the mothers of faith. Let's be the ones that pass down. Let's make this generation. Let's not stop at our generation. It, it would be a failure for me not to, to, to take it to my children, for them not to see the power that, that the Lord has done in my life and that he's done in my, in my mom's life. You know, let us not take this responsibility lightly because we do. We have the powerful influence, the potential to be a powerful influence. You know, even if, if we don't, if we don't have children, we, there is someone that we're influencing. You know, your life is spilling over into someone. And the very things that you put on, the very things that you wear, the very things that are going to spill over to them. So that, that's my, my challenge in my heart today is, God, let's put on the things of you, God. Let's put on that sincere faith. Let's let them see that it's real. Let's not let them see a hypocritical faith. God, let's let them see a non-hypocritical faith, a sincere faith that, that Paul talks of because our children are going to see that. It's going to spill to them, and, and they're going to want what we had. You know, I, I would be thankful if, if I was half the mother that my mom was. It's because I've seen how great she was, the faith, the sincere faith she has. And I'm thankful for that because now that's in me, and I pray that my children to see the very same thing. But as I begin to, to finish, that that's really the, the, the main focus of, of my heart today is, is the second Timothy 1 and 5. It's, you know, he's reminded of the sincere faith that was in his grandmother and then in his mother and then in Timothy. You know, let's be grandmothers of, of faith today and mothers of faith. Let's let it spill over into our children. Let's not stop in the days and the elders that, that outlived Joshua. Let's, let's keep on moving. Let's pass the baton. As, as we run this race, God, with endurance, let us pass it to our children and to their children, to their children. Let's tell them of their mighty works. Let's tell them what the Lord did in our life. Let's teach them and mold them. I just, I, th that's really my heart and my challenge, and I, I hope that it's encouraging and not, not discouraging today because my heart is encouraging and I know it's for me. God, give me a new sense of, God, what you want me to put on every day. That faith, God, make it new in my life every day. If you'll bow your heads with me, I'll pray as we finish. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, God, for today. Again, God, I thank you for each and every mother, God, that's in here, for each and every woman that's in here. God, I know that they have a special place in your heart, God, and they have a special place in ours, God. God, as we celebrate them and we honor them, God, because you said to give honor to whom honors do, God, and they are so worthy of the honor. God, but I pray, God, as you've challenged us, God, as you've challenged me, God, I pray, God, that this generation doesn't stop telling of your faith, God, of the mighty works you've done. God, but I pray, God, that the faith passed down, God, to our children and our children's children, God, to tell of your mighty works, God. God, I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit, God, be in each and every one of us, God. God, that our children see the power of the Holy Spirit, God, that they are brought up in it, God. God, I just praise you and I thank you, God, as we go from this place. God, I pray, God, that we're changed. God, I pray that we're challenged. God, I just will give you all the praise and the honor. Amen.
Amen. proud pastor because that made me cry <laughs> giving her a standing ovation great job Whitney thank you so much for sharing your heart we could see that sincere faith in you and we know that comes through a chain of faith that we have I want every lady in the house if you would every one of you to stand up and to come down to the altar and meet me right here in the front if you would just as quickly as you can Yes, I know him by name. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. In other words, it'll either be an ornament of grace to you or it'll follow you every day of your life. This message this morning challenges us, you, ladies. This is your day. All of us guys are going to stand behind you. We're going to stand all over the house. Come on, gentlemen. Thank you. My goodness. These are some of the greatest ladies on the face of the earth right here. Amen. Amen. I look at some of you, and you're so special to all of us. You're an influence, and you've spoken into all of our lives. When I was praying about this, I shared this with Whitney after the first service. The Lord had given me a word last night. She, you heard I talked about the, the conclusion, and I told her, I said, if you want to have a prayer line, you just lay them all out. You just go for it. But as I prayed last evening in, in the event that we would come together for a closing prayer here, I had the Lord speak to me that we were going to transfer an anointing to a new generation. That we were going to transfer that that's been given to us. We were going to transfer that to our children and to their children. 
So I'm, a, I'm officially, we're, asking, we're praying for an anointing this morning. And I want you, as you're here in this altar, I want you to be surrendered to the fact the Lord is going to, inside you, by your will and by your work, at surrender and giving yourself to the Holy Spirit, that work of the whole, what has been poured into you is going to be transferred to the next generation. How many of you have a next generation in front of you? How many of you have that? We're going to transfer that over. And I believe it's a God thing, and the Lord gave it to me, and I had no idea that what she was going to preach, what she was going to speak about today. But I want us to, we're going to pray that prayer, and I want to tell you what a difference it makes. You know, Mickey, I guess you're kind of a star today. She's talking about the faith of her mother, and that's her right there. Lift your hand up so they can see who Mama is. She didn't barely lift it right here. That relationship that comes through you and from your mother, that's... The Bible says, passing it down faith to faith to faith. That the work of God in you, you have a responsibility. You, the heart of God rests inside every woman's heart. I believe that. Guys, we're special, man. We can do lots of stuff. We're the hunter. We're the provider. We are the man, the protector. We're all those things. And we, we're Jesus and loving our family and doing everything we can to love them. But a woman... You have the heart of God. When I was a little boy, my mother would slip in and I was sick. She'd slip in my room, get down by my bed, and she'd begin to pray in the Holy Ghost over me to be well. That was a mother's heart. You see, I learned how to trust God's love in my life because of my mother's love. Her love for him was the example, but her love to me taught me that I could trust him. Your love for your babies, your love for your children, whether small or grown, your love over their lives is the major influence of God's love in them. They may run 100 miles an hour in the opposite direction. Unfortunately, we've known those who do. What can you do except remember and pray that God's love in them that will never, they'll never get away from it. It'll be an ornament of grace to their head or it'll be a chain around their neck. It'll be one of the two. But when it's all said and done, God's work has been instilled in them to forever be remembered. And we're going to pray right now because I do believe that prayer can change everything. I'm praying an anointing over you today. When you get around your children, I want you to have boldness and confidence. I want you to lay your hand on them. When you walk past your children, Sister Violet, I want you to just reach over and just lay a hand on them. They won't, they'll think you're just patting them and loving on them. But you're working the work of the anointing and the Spirit of God. And you're breaking every bondage over their lives. Every time you, I want you to know you're going to do business for God. He's going to anoint you. I believe there's an anointing going to fall in this house right now. I mean, I'm believing. God instructed this altar call. So how many of you are ready to receive that from the Lord? He's going to touch you. He's going to anoint you. You're going to have an, inf an influence over your children that's going to be an anointed. It's a favor that God's going to put over your life, and we're going to pray it right now. Would you do that? Won't you make a contact with a lady, maybe a hand on the shoulder, or maybe you can take her hand if you're comfortable with that. 
Let's pray for one another right now. I'm believing the power of God to fall in this place for the next generation. Lord, we're transferring that anointing in our lives. That, 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 ha, that has been given to us, Lord. We're giving that now to our, our future generations. We're asking you to anoint our children and to touch them afresh and brand new. Lay your hand on them and use us. God, let us have favor with them where the enemy has tried to perhaps deceive them or lie to them. God, we're praying that truth will prevail and that the words of God and the power of God will be anointed, Lord, in their lives once again. Lord, underneath all the clutter of this present world and its evil philosophies, I pray in the name of Jesus for truth to break through like the morning sun. I pray this in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, for those daughters and those sons that are following in faith, they're little children and they're learning the word of God, I pray that you will keep them in all of their ways. Order their steps every day. Let the words of God and the power of God be flesh to them and meat to their bones. And we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let there be an anointing to transfer our faith and the work of God and the, and the knowledge of God and the fear of God into the next generation. Let that be their God. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, these ladies will be anointed to go forth doing the work of God for the families and for the generations to come. And we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, giving you glory, giving you honor, and thanking you because you first loved us, Lord. Now we can love others. We thank you in the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. Put your hands together and give the Lord a great round of applause. He's worthy. It's a mother's love. Remember this. It's a mother's love that shows the love of God. You show the love of God. Mm. For I have called you, says the Lord. I have anointed you. I have done a marvelous work in you, and that work will be transferred. I will anoint you to speak. I will anoint you to love and to nurture. There is anointing in your hands to love and to bring peace and joy. And Hearts will be melted by your touch. Know that I am the Lord, and I will empower you. I lay my hands upon you in blessing to go forth into this next generation's hearts. Love them as I have loved you. Pray for them as I have interceded for you. Reach out for them as I have reached out for you. And in so doing, you will yet see a miracle, says the Lord. You will see the anointing transferred to the next generation. I, the Lord, have spoken it. It is mighty. I am here, and in my midst it is done. Hallelujah. Would you lift your hands and honor the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We believe it's a done work, Jesus. 
We thank you this morning for your anointing on your people. He says he has called you. You're anointed to make a difference. You're anointed to be an influence. You're anointed that what has been done in you, and that leads to the very first responsibility, which is that you are to have that, that relationship of intimacy with God. You're to have that word and that prayer time and that fasting working in your life. You're to have the elements of, of wonderful salvation working in you. And as you are surrendered and committed and anointed by God, that is transferred to the next generation. Walk in godliness. Walk in holiness. Walk in the challenge that Whitney has given to all of you today. You can make a difference. There can be a testimony Timothy had it in his grandmother and his mother. Whitney had it in hers. I can guarantee you I had it in mine. And so many of you can testify to the mothers, the grandmothers in your own lives that made the difference. Now it's your turn. It's you that's making a difference in the lives in front of you. Amen? Wonderful responsibility because the Lord will empower you to do it. We wish you a very happy, happy Mother's Day. Enjoy the afternoon and the evening with your family. Some of you may have to get on FaceTime. You may have to get on the computer to do that. But do that. Love them. Honor them. Spend time with them. And don't forget to get your free gift today. I hear it's a hit. All the ladies are talking about it. So make sure you get yours today. God bless you. Gentlemen, can we one more time appreciate all the ladies who are in the house. Amen. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day.